Sharp Tongue Podcast. Beep, 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 beep. You're listening to the Sharp Tongue Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse May Jessie. Peluso. It's a personal look. Well, it's not really a look because it's a podcast. I'm already fucking this up. This is kind of like a verbal comedy diary. A deep look into the crevices of my mind. It's going to get dirty. You might cry. you probably laugh. Hopefully you'll laugh. The whole point is for you to laugh, but you also might cry. I talk about my family. I talk about farts. farts. I talk about love, loss, comedy, how hard it is to make it in this biz. I'm a fucking professional. Each week it's something different. Sometimes I have a guest host. Sometimes it's going to be a movie companion episode. Sometimes I just ramble about the bullshit I dealt with the week before. You never know what you're going to get. It's raw, uncut, and funny. It's me. Hey, this is Cleveland Brown, and you're listening to the About Last Night podcast. I guess your TV must be broken. Ha <laughs> Just kidding. Actually, I'm not kidding. You're bored. This week, if you want to see Adam Ray live doing stand-up comedy, I'll be at the Laugh Factory tomorrow night at 745 with Adam Carolla, Dane Cook, Fortune Feimster, and Pablo Francisco, baby. Laugh Factory Tomorrow, 7.45. Wednesday, I don't know how this happened. I'm doing five shows. I'm at the Belmont at 8. I'm at the Comedy Store at 9. I'm at the Westside Comedy Theater at 10. The Laugh Factory at 10.50. And the Hollywood Improv at 11.30. All those uh, ticket um, details are at adamraycomedy.com. Saturday, I'm in Hawaii with Dan Cook. Check uh, dancook.com for the theater and ticket time info. If you want to see Brad Williams, he'll be in Montreal, Canada at the Just for Laughs Comedy Festival. Tickets at bradwilliamscomedy.com. Today's episode is a goodie. Holy shit. She's one of the funniest working comics today. Her new special, Stretch It Out, is available wherever you can get specials. And by that, I mean Amazon, iTunes, Google Play, Xbox One, Video On Demand, or hahachick.com. Her website, you've seen her on Community, Chelsea Lately. All over the internet, comedy clubs across the world. She's uh, a beast. And it's Sean Polofsky making her ALN debut. Holy shit. Somebody that, uh, you know, has just been in the biz and crushing it. Uh, She's uh, one of the sweetest, just naturally funny people that you can meet. And uh, today's episode is, is no exception, man. Just from top to bottom. This one is, it's an easy listen. Sit back and, and enjoy just... Fucking comedy at its best, baby. Uh, and check out her special again. Stretch it out on Amazon, iTunes, Google Play, Xbox One, or her site, hahachick.com. Follow Sean Polofsky at Sean Polofsky on Twitter and Instagram. Follow me at Adam Ray Comedy, at Funny Brad, at Alan Podcast. About last night, podcast.com for past and present eps. Uh, shopadamray.com for all your Adam Ray merch. Read the room. My album is available on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play. And um, email us at aboutlastnightpod at gmail.com because we uh, are doing some big things coming up and uh, and we want to read those fan mails, um, where you get the pod, how you got into it, your favorite eps, etc. Email us again, aboutlastnightpod at gmail.com. Comment on the iTunes page with a five-star rating and uh, and show us show us love with, with your... Uh, with your with your merch at shows, come to shows. Fucking Plano, Texas, this past weekend had so many ALN fans out and Corolla fans and and uh, people just from seeing my shit on YouTube and sh- some sh- fucking Shira fans. Um, it was a killer weekend in Plano, Texas. So appreciate the love. 
And I hope to see you guys back on the road. August and September is getting pretty full for me. So I can't wait to see you guys out on the road. I need a nickname. Everyone's got their fucking, you know, the nicknames for their fans. And what, am I, what do I need? What do I, the radars, the fucking, the stingrays. Help me figure that shit out. Tweet at me. Hashtag the Ray Rays. I'm fucking, what are we doing? What, what's the Adam Ray? You know, Santino calls himself the Red Rocket. Theo's the fucking the Rat King. What, what you know, sort of bullshit am I going to call myself? You know what I'm saying? Seems like you need to, you know, get a self-proclaimed nickname going. Um, uh, so many great apps coming up, by the way. One in particular this week we're doing with Argus Hamilton, a comedy store legend. Used to date Mitzi Shore, been at the comedy store since 1976, and he's got stories for days. We'll be recording that this week as long um, as uh, as our uh, schedules stay, stay put and no uh, crazy shit happens. We've got other pods coming. Mo, uh, Mo Ammer, uh, Adam Devine, Brent Morin. So make sure you're subscribed. Okay. Okay, now that we got the tour dates, Twitter handles, and merch info out of the way, sit back, relax, and enjoy a brand new episode of the About Last Night podcast with the very funny Sean Polofsky. Well, the weekend's over and it's time to chat about it. It's time to chat about it. Got a midget and a juice, so why don't you sit down? Eh? So why don't you sit hey. down? Listen to our dope podcast. Whether lunch, dinner, or breakfast. Brad Williams and Adam Ray are here for you any time of day. So come over and treat yourself right. It's about last night. Come on and treat yourself right. Please have there be a game show called Good You Guess. <laughs> I want to do a fantastic. game show called Guess the Gay, where I have like. <laughs> I like it already. I will buy. I, I will buy that just with that title. <laughs> just they the have. Gay. It's kind of like the dating game where they have just like people behind, like <laughs> you know, and they're hidden. And I I say like, and they're like, okay, Sean, um, go ahead and talk. And then it's like, uh, hey, Sean, uh, I live in Texas, yeah. and I'm a hairdresser. And I'm like, Mark, is that you? <laughs> oh, so oh, so literally like the gay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. How many like scarves are gay. you wearing? Mark? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can tell you. Like, I'm pretty good with gay names. I'm good with names, but... When did you get honed in on gay names? God. (laughs) You know, when when I started working like the gay cruises, I just started to like hone in on people's faces because people are always like, there's no way you could remember me. Do you have a photographic memory with faces? I I used to be really good. It's getting a little bad now because there's more homosexuals in this world than I thought. (laughs) (laughs) Darn. What? (laughs) Sorry. Uh, Wait, but you said said when you started doing gay gay cruises. This is what I want to know because it's like... How do you get on? Yeah. There are some comics that just kind of tap into the gay market. I don't know... If there was a draft and you guys like signed up, we're like, yeah, we'll take the gays. Like what? Like because it's like uh, you, like uh, Lisa Lampanelli, like mm-hmm. not gay, but then yeah. tap into that market, uh, Kathy Griffin, where it's like you, you just go, yeah, these are my people. Yeah. Like what? What was it? Well, I think first of all, um, you know, I broke my nose three times. Is uh, that gay? Er- no, but ergo, <laughs> it gave me a weird Streisand face. So. <laughs> You know, gay men flock to that. They do. They see that immediately in a room oh of thousands. God. They can yeah. find me. So they can find the Streisand face. Yeah, yeah. I can't hide that. <laughs> she uh, is their god. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so, Wait, how think, did you break your nose? Um, I I walked into a couple glass walls. I'm like one of those birds that don't see <laughs> hilarious glass walls. Yeah. So 
yeah. Well, they did a great job because you cannot. Yeah. I had no clue. Really? Yeah. You had no clue I that swear. I've I've walked into. And what are you saying that I fixed it? No, yeah. I'm saying that you look great. Yeah. Oh, God I, I, bless I, I can't you. tell you that you, there's anything that's been. I'm never leaving here. No, three. Ed. That's bonkers. Three. Compliments for days. Because three. one of them didn't go right, or you literally hit three different walls. Three different walls. Fuck. Yeah. After two, do you go? No. Eh, it's me. I'm staying inside. <laughs> yeah. No alcohol involved either. Oh, You're welcome, bummer. everybody. Oh, so. God. Yeah. So I, I, you know, I had the face, but I think like early on, I was always kind of fascinated with with gay men, even growing mm-hmm. up. In Oklahoma, I remember in Oklahoma City, uh, every Sunday we'd go to the, as, as good Jews would, we'd go eat Chinese food. So we'd load up the sure. wagon, my family would go, and then this, this Gaijin queen would come out. Who, <laughs> who, uh, Gaijin queen, is yeah. that a RuPaul's Drag yes. Race yes. contestant? Yes. Sorry, I now, know, I now know about that show. <laughs> You've never heard the term Gaijin, come on, bro. I've never yeah. heard Gaijin. Okay. Gay Asian, right? Yeah, yeah. of yeah. course. Yeah. You did the math. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, his people. Uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah no, that, that, that's... So it's like you. So like you see the Gaijins of Oklahoma, which sounds like it should be a musical. Yeah, and, and he would he would come out and he would just he would love when he come out to see my family. He would yeah. he would come to our table. He was like the manager of the restaurant, and he would see my father, and he would be like, "Oh, Doctor Pulaski," and he was just so flamboyant, and I was just in awe of him. I was like, "What is this? And who is this?" How did your family react? How my your family parents? loved him. Good. I mean, my dad just was like, "Oh, Sean, you know you're." <laughs> Yeah, are you carrying a Pershawn? Like, you know, that's just how it was. And uh, so I was fascinated. And of course, I had a crush on, um, my first crush was on a, a guy who ended up actually being the first uh, gay guy who I knew came out mm-hmm. of my high school. And so that was a big deal. But I think with time, I just started to turn around and see that I had a lot of gay men yeah. in my life. And when I decided to take that step and do comedy, stand-up comedy professionally, yeah. I... I moved forward by saying, okay, here's my mantra. You know, I grew up watching my favorite person is ever performer is, is the divine Miss M. Bette Midler. And I said, yes. mm-hmm. how did she get to where she got? Gays. How did how did Joan Rivers get to where she got? Gays. And uh, I looked at Margaret Cho. How did she get where she got? Ga- well, being Korean. But uh, gays. Um, but, you know, you look at that and you're like, okay, what, what, what do I need to do? And I'm like, I need to develop a following. And that was it. I set my eyes on that. And next thing wow. I know, I did. All right. Well, well, for your for your gay listeners that are following <laughs> two you, of you. That, that, we've that, got that, more than we think that are, that are, that are following you to this podcast. Hey, gays, a a, a Brad Williams Adam Ray show, very gay friendly. <laughs> yes, yeah. very gay friendly. Well, you both are adorable. They would like both of you. <laughs> You'd be all right. I've had quite the number of gay men proposition uh, you. Yes, I believe it that is, it is quite the compliment. Well, you're an extra little treat because you're a commodity. <laughs> you're like a, you're like the grab bag at a birthday party. Exactly. You're like, oh, a Super Bowl. Yeah. Oh, a dwarf I can fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Same thing. Listen, yeah. I, I have uh, my friend Joey. Mm-hmm. He is gay. He's a dwarf and he was a dancer at Mickey's in West Hollywood. For how do I see, not? There is how, a plan B. How Sorry. am I not friends with Joey? I mean, Joey. He's a gay dwarf who's, a, who's in show business? I yes. feel like I should know him. Yes. And he is the shit and he's been traveling with RuPaul's Drag Race like live show yeah. he's very popular not okay. just because he's a bottom but because <laughs> hey, he hey 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 
power bottom. Yes, yeah, yeah. Give that too. You do know. Give the man his credit. Well, if I ever have this, if I ever have my Me Too moment and I can no longer do comedy, I, you know what? I'll get some makeup on. I will contour. All right. You know how to contour. I don't, but I can find someone who does, and I'll do a little. I'll do a little duo show with Joey, and we'll tour the country. Brad, I've never heard a straight man say the word contour. So I have to say, you're already winning in this situation. All I can say is that, and Adam, you have this to look forward to when when you do eventually settle down and get married. Uh, Once you're a married man, you get really in tune with gay culture. You just start to... Once you're married? Well, all I know is I didn't watch RuPaul's Drag Race before I got married. Now I watch RuPaul's Drag Race. Uh, I watch... Uh, various baking shows. I don't know if that's related, but uh, yes. So I'm, I'm, I, uh, I we talk, we talked to Christina P, and I found out that I knew what, I knew the difference between a gazebo and a pergola. I mean, <laughs> I'm doing things here. I, See, I, you're I, you're almost gayer than me right now. And <laughs> I have to say, like I think I'm the gayest man alive. But now I'm listening to you, and I don't even I don't even watch RuPaul's Drag Race. <sighs> You are you are missing out. No, I mean, but I I will watch every Real Housewives show. Sure, sure. And sure. I will, you know, I've seen a lot more things in my time, and you know, live. That's yeah. that are pretty gay, but that that yeah. I have not. I, I don't do root. How has the gay culture um, progressed and changed like in the last twenty years? Like not only like in society, but like in pop culture, and like, do you feel like there is just more? I mean, isn't Bravo? Wouldn't you? That, that isn't the that gay to be, channel. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. More I mean, like or less. There, there's no more logo, really. Right. I mean, yeah. that was supposed it, to be the gay channel. It was, and then they wanted to make themselves straighter a couple of years ago. Whoa, uh, drama. Bad move. Drama. And then when they went straighter, Bravo went gayer. <laughs> Is that their their motto yes. or their slogan? Yeah, yeah, it's Bravo's. It's Bravo's new motto. We went gayer. <laughs> uh, what, mean, is yeah. there one show that is like the like if like let's say there was one night where every gay in the world got together to sit down to watch one primetime show oh what would that show be gosh. or are there just too many i think I there's mean, i think there's too many now what, i mean they they did they, they uh, you know a lot of men they do love rupaul's drag race i'm yep. just not into the drag queen thing i've hung Been around there. so many of them and it's just i don't i don't like the cattiness yeah. i don't like mm. it's mean mm-hmm. and, and and it's rare to find a drag queen that isn't that mm-hmm. isn't just mean and angry. Ugh, why? What are they angry about? Well, they're not. They're not a lady. Oh. So I, I, I don't know. But I've just seen it. I mean, there's. I would say, the angrier, meaner ones outweigh the nice ones. And yeah. then once in a while, you'll meet a unicorn drag queen that's really lovely and nice. All I know is when I saw my friend Ben do a do a drag show, <laughs> and he walked out as Ben Yonce. <laughs> True story. Wasn't going to be Ben Hur. <laughs> oh, that's a good that better name. Thank you. Better name, Ben Hur. All right, Beyonce, <laughs> step your game up, Ben Hur. You can come out with the whole uh, toga thing. Uh-huh. You know, you can do like uh-huh. a Roman bath, a like gladiator. Come on, mm-hmm. I feel I feel like this is made now. What would your drag name be, Brad? Oh, jeez. Don't act like you haven't thought about it before you go to bed. I feel like there need like 
okay well well what's your porn star name like your porn star name is like your, your street, street plus your first pet or 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 something like that so for me i'd be like uh yucca coco uh oh my god that <laughs> sounds good yeah that's actually that sounds very real. i would pay at least 15 dollars to go see yucca coco i would too yeah yeah grew up on yucca street first uh pet was a hamster named coco so yeah that's fine mine yucca would be coco. uh blue stem gorgeous Wow, that's, you're headlining. That, yeah, <laughs> I'm opening. Finally, for you. finally. All right, all right. Wait, Adam. so what is it? Street name? Street street name? Then uh, first pet. pet. First pet was wow. We had two sheep dogs. Okay, named Shebe and Samantha. I had a sheep dog too. I right. the best sheep. Weren't, yeah, aren't they? Sweet. They're still around. Yeah. Uh, I think, uh, Shebe, and yeah. then my street name was Ballinger. Yeah. So Shebe Ballinger. <laughs> That's your headlight. I mean, sorry. Shebe Ballinger. That's uh, like, I mean, I feel like I need to go get some yeah. law stuff done for you. Yeah. She <laughs> said the law firm of Shebe and Ballinger. <laughs> yeah, Shebe and Ballinger. Yeah. We'll fight for you. <laughs> we'll dance for you, you too. Yeah, but you, you, you got to add an it's to that or a bird. <laughs> Now, that, now, like, what goes on in a gay cruise besides... Oh, really? Well, besides Are you, the things that we know. Right. Yeah. Like, like, I don't know much like, more than that. Yeah, like, what makes it... You know, it. Uh, I guess... It's probably the most fun cruise of all time. I have to say, I've never been on a cruise with heterosexual people. I've don't only been on... I know. I just... People it's are like, do you? And I'm like, I can't. <laughs> I just can't. You know, it's just kind more of... More Adams? Uh. Yeah. It's very, it's very, it's very bitchy. But yeah. you know, I've been spoiled with these, with these boats because, you know, you can have like 5,000, 6,000 gay men and... The, you know, most of them are really nice to look at. So, well, not so much. But you, you know, you you witness they have all the, all these parties and they mm -hmm. have like it's nonstop. It's just there's so much entertainment. It's not just like one comedian on board. Yeah. There's three. Then there's like four drag queens, seven yeah. singers, yeah. Uh, people. You know, all there's acro gay acrobatic acts and and basically what's I think the difference is. It's going at all hours, all the time. Yeah. And, no, and on the difference, nobody eats on these boats. So yeah. that's the difference in like, you know, straight cruises, people eat, but and the, and the gay cruises, no. there's parties, there's people tea the dances, there's <laughs> costume parties all the time. So it's like at four, wow. at nine, at 11, then there's after parties. And I just think that, you know, and again, people are walking around, you know, they're eating in nut huggers. So I don't really find that like, <laughs> there's gonna be a difference See, there. See, nut hugger to me sounds like, okay, there, there's bears, there's power bottoms, yeah. there's nut huggers. There's nut huggers. Like that's, yeah, that, that, it sounds like a category. Yeah. Now there's a lot of comics that when they do cruises, they're uh -huh. like, dude, I just do the show and then I stay in my cabin the uh -huh. whole time. Like, right. are, are, are you out? Are you walking yes. around? Karaoke? Yes. Yeah. Right, there's I'm more out. fun to I try, unless, like, unless I'm not feeling Feeling well, or unless I'm prepping for my show, mm -hmm. I'm on tours with the boys. I'm out. I'm like dressed up in costumes. You know, I really put a lot of thought into a lot of my costumes, just like they do. They prep yeah. for those. They prep for those costumes like eight months in advance, wow. and they talk about it on social media. And it's like you know, there's a lot of questions. Mm -hmm. Very type A, but yeah, I'm out and about. And if I'm not out, yeah. whoever I've brought as a guest with me yeah. is always like they get like people just give them the rundown. They're just like, uh, you know, where, where's Sean? I haven't seen Sean. It's been an hour. Where is she? I haven't seen her. Oh. And sometimes, you know, I want like a moment to myself. And yeah. I'm like, I just, I don't feel like talking to anybody. I've talked for like 10 hours straight. I just want to get back to my room, shower, mm -hmm. go to sleep, watch some TV. And, uh, and I'll just be taking, trying to take back ways on the boat. I'll take like back stairways, but just... 
Always somebody. Po- oh, Sean! Something tells. Someone tells me if you if you take the back stairway on yeah, a, on, yeah. on a gay cruise, yes. you're gonna see some shit. I'm gonna see. <laughs> I see, and then some. But I I can't. It's hard to get back to the room. Are the shows fun? Oh, the shows are yeah. a blast because you can get away with anything. You yeah. can say anything, yeah. anything. That's awesome. Yeah, that that's one thing that I like. I mean, there are many things I, I like about. You can't offend really. You cannot. No, you can't. The shock like. If you think about the comics that we named that have kind of mm-hmm. tapped into gay culture, whether it be Joan Rivers, whether it be yeah. Lisa Lampanelli, whether it be yourself, Kathy Griffin, like they're all out there. Like yeah. they're all shock value. But like, whereas some people would look at them and go, oh, too far. Yeah. Gay, the gays are like, bring it on. Yeah. And they I, do. I really appreciate that in, in a comedy audience. For I do sure. too. And the loyalty is like none other. Yeah. They will follow you. They will drive hours. They yeah. will fly. I mean, for my comedy special, I had people that flew in from around the world nope. to come in. Like they just came in for the weekend to LA. And, and to me, it's like that's something you don't forget. We all work really hard in this business. And when people show up like that, it's... Oh, it blows you away, it, it yeah? Me, it means everything to me. And when did you realize you had a, an audience that was kind of global like that? Ah, uh, gosh. Probably about... Working at the store gives you a little taste of that, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it helps me work at the comedy store, to be honest, because cause I've traveled around the world... Uh, you know, performing for gay men and on these boats around the world that, you know, mm-hmm. you get to interact with people from around the world. So yeah. I think once you've been to certain places and you know different cultures, then people can relate to that and they could walk walk away with that and, and they can end up following you to wherever you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, your special is called Stretch It Out. It is. It's fucking hilarious. of the oh, greatest titles of a special well, of all time. I know. And you Stretch know it out because what, <laughs> what does it mean? Exactly what you think it means. Nothing. <laughs> and nothing. But, but gay guys will come up to me yeah. on the boats and they're like, listen, we were at dinner last night and um, <laughs> we were just discussing what stretch it out means. And we're pretty sure it means stretch out your vagina. And I'm like, <laughs> You guys, you know, there's like world hunger. There's, you know, a situation in yeah. Yemen. Like, yeah. is this what we're discussing right now? <laughs> like, it's no, it means nothing. It yeah. just is nothing. It's yeah. just an afterthought. Where did you shoot it? Yeah, uh, I shot it downtown at the East West Players Theater, oh, cool. and uh, yeah, it looked great. Yeah, it was it was lots of fun. We did. You like, are so. Oh, go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. Well, you are just one of the most like enjoyable, fun, like upbeat comics oh, I think don't I've tell anybody. seen and everybody agrees with that you're a fu- oh. yeah you're a fun comic you're 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 the comic where even before you get to the punchline you're smiling as you're watching you because you're just fun on stage yeah oh. I feel like that's really like so not that's easier said than done for certain comics to like just be engaging yeah. from the moment you get on stage you know and like your voice and the way you you move it's just like it all works and then your material is great your shit about hipsters is is spot on yeah. well go on anyways uh no no i you know i feel the same way about you guys and both of you are such dynamic performers and it's i can't people- see not doing that right can't you i mean like all just right that's being on 20 minutes in and now we started the circle jerk <laughs> yeah. okay everybody yeah. go around but you know what i'm saying like being on like did you have any theater background before stand-up like what was the stage to you before you got on it like i can't see being up there and not almost like it is a show, you know, and so just to stand there and tell jokes just doesn't seem. Um, well, I mean, I, I, you also come from a training, a background. Yeah. We both, Adam and both 
Adam and I went to USC. All three of us. Uh, oh, did you too, Brad? He just dropped right out, on. so he like is a yeah. half. Brad, comic. you went to SC as well. Yeah, How we're did all I three not Trojans. know that? Well, yeah, like I said, like Adam said, because I because I dropped out and I wasn't. I was minoring in theater. You guys were theater majors. Yeah, I was a major. You yeah. were a BFA though, yeah. right? So I was just a BA. But I but I was watching. <laughs> Your uh, old group, I, I would go to watch uh, Comedus Interruptus out front of Tommy Trojan. Jesus, I mean, come on, stop it. You are dropping the Comedus Interruptus <laughs> oh, yeah. right there. I auditioned for them, did not get in. Are you kidding? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Neither did I. But it was, but are you I, serious? But I will say this. They became elitist Comedus yeah, Interruptus? They were. They were. Uh, and Comedus Interruptus. Comedus Elitus. <laughs> oh, my uh, God. I mean, you know, became friends with some of those dudes, and they're good guys. I get the, like, how that all works, but I will say this in my defense. Improv auditions are such uh, crapshoot sometimes because you can get paired up with somebody that doesn't even have, you know, not that I had uh, 10 years of experience, but like, I was like, oh, I'm going to be able to get through this and be funny and like, if something, <laughs> yeah. but this person I was partnered with, like, even the basics of like, yes, anding or just being funny and like, even, I mean, I couldn't do anything. And at one point in one of the auditions, I just like did something to where I kind of like pretended she was like, I don't know, in prison or something, and I had to make a phone call just so I could turn and like do a whole thing on my own. Yeah. And then she's sitting there being like, and I'm like, you're not in this scene. Uh, anyway. And she kept asking, what are you doing? Yeah. Where are yeah, we? Where? Who am I? She's, this is not going to work for us. Yeah. Tapping you on the shoulder. You were in your cell. I got out. Yeah. Well, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's hilarious. Yeah, but I mean, it, and, I, and I acted as a kid. I always did school plays. I always oh, played did. the comedic character. I mean, you know, the dream was always to do like something like SNL. You know, I mm -hmm, did characters, impersonations and I competed in drama contests, but everything that I did was, you know, always funny. So when I ended up going to USC, I just thought I would end up acting and maybe, you know, one day heading towards that route of, of I joined a sketch comedy theater yeah. and I trained with Groundlings. And really I thought that was, was the route and the path for me. And then when I took a stand-up class and I just decided, you know what, I needed a better showcase for myself. Yeah. And mm -hmm. I kind of fell into stand-up and that's so, where I stayed. So, sta so stand-up wasn't like the goal from the beginning. It's no. It, it, it's kind of like you were maybe the comedic actress route and then you found mm -hmm. stand-up and you're like, oh, yeah. This is fun. Yeah. To where like I'm not waiting for someone to you know to like approve me or mm -hmm. or cast me. It's just yeah. like no, if I'm funny, I'm going to work. Yeah. And, and or you can't have a partner on stage that you're you're on fire. No, no I'm not. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you know, now it's now it's all you. Uh, uh, do, what what were your first impressions? Yeah, exactly. Oh, I want to know that. Like yeah. who were you I always did um my mother that was one of the impressions I feel like, I, I feel like every done, Jew does their like, mother. Like, <laughs> I have to, my mother was always. Would you do it to her? Yeah, oh, all the time. She loved it? All the time. Yeah. Yeah, and not only did I do impressions of my mom, other people who never met my mom did impressions of my mom. My niece, when she was like two, was doing mm -hmm. impressions of my mom. Whoever meets my mom does yeah. an impression of my mom. She's one of those people. They did to my mom, yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah, uh, that was one of my, and always, I still do her. I mean, she'll, her voice will come out a lot. Does she have like the New York Jewish mixed with yes, Oklahoma yeah. twang? Yeah, my mom, no Oklahoma. It's okay. still all very Brooklyn. It sound, her voice was like this. Okay. You know, your father. He's like Darth Vader. He chose the dark side. They were very divorced. So, um, yeah, that was like one of... I love that. One of very divorced. Very divorced. Not just, ah, it didn't work out, but oh, yeah. very divorced. Yeah, I will never forget, like, uh, 
at uh, one of my weddings because I got married three times in one year um, to no, the same person. Wait. Same person. Oh, okay. but um, wait, at, at, you had three weddings, or you got married, broke up, got married, broke up, got married, broke up. No, I literally had three fucking weddings because I couldn't believe someone A was marrying me B he's Brazilian so we had to go we had to get married here we had to get married uh, there we had okay. to do a courthouse okay. we had to go married we had to do something in Brazil for his okay. relatives okay. And so this wasn't like a girl being like it's my birthday month and just no. having parties no. all the time yeah, no okay. if I could have just done one which I kind of still wish we could I would have done just Brazil but then yeah. I would have had like two people there yeah, yeah. And you got to do it local. It's hard to get people to travel that far. It is. And then could you imagine your mother talking about the weather in Brazil? Yeah. No, Probably she wasn't. She was like, out. Brazil, they'll <laughs> cut your head off there. <laughs> but I mean, at, at, Google it. Yeah. But when I went to, uh, when I had the second wedding, which was at uh, my sister's house, and there was like about 250 people there. Nice. Mm -hmm. And, um, I knew people who had never met my mom were meeting my mom because after the party, they were like, I think I met your. I think I met your mom. And I'm like, what do you mean? And she said, oh yeah. Uh, they said, oh yeah, your, your mom uh, walked up to me and she said, oh, I see fuck faces here. <laughs> and I think you, she was talking about your father. I'm like, yeah, that's, that's about right. Yeah. My mom walked around my wedding calling my dad fuck face. And I was like, good, it's working out. <laughs> well, if you were wondering what very divorced means. <laughs> that's what it means. That's what that means. Yes, never rule that out. It all can happen. <laughs> did you um, did you perform for like friends and like when you were younger like and you had that comedy bug, like where would you, like at school and yeah. stuff, were you the funny kid? Always. Yeah. I mean, I was funny, but I also performed, you know, when I go to like Jew camp over the summer. I mean, I, w I was always trying to orchestrate some type of performance. I'd also, I would love to play Annie and I'd pull my best friend who was kind mm. of reserved and who kept to herself and I make her play Sandy the dog and I would perform for my family like how rude is that like you'll be a dog. dog you'll be a dog your lines are wolf yeah not bark don't try to chew the scenery it's literally wolf no that's sun it. will come out tomorrow for no. you doggy no bow wow that's two words I'm not giving it to you wolf God. that is all terrible terrible uh, what uh, what about what with teachers and stuff did they I'm always curious like when like if you're trying to be funny in class like did you have the experience where teachers were like hey I get what you're doing, but not here. Or no. did they encourage it? Or? No, I was a good student. Okay. I wasn't like a class clown. I think with our drama teacher, we did give her, uh, Mrs. Martinez, shout out to you, Mary. We <laughs> gave her a really hard time. Mm. And my, my drama class, my drama three class in high school, we were very, very, very funny. Mm -hmm. And everybody had a really good sense of humor. We always did Monty Python to each other. We'd be like, did your wife it. go? Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> you know, ham, 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 ham. And we just, and we had this one guy in my class Jeff and Jeff would always he would always when we were assigned you had to do a monologue every yeah. monologue he ever did was from Animal House and it was the ladies and gentlemen I'll be brief <laughs> the issue here is not that we took a few liberty with our female party guests we did like that every time so he got like a D yeah. in the class because that was all he would ever do and he would try to do it in different versions I also went to high school it was like a year below me was James Marsden oh, no so kidding. yeah he was uh he was always really, he was a good performer, but you know, he was he was kind of a nerd then and yeah. not really popular. And was he that dreamy back then? Yeah, he got <laughs> dreamy though, hey. hey. Um, but yeah, it just, it was something, you know, I was I was a good student, I wasn't a class clown. Yeah, and it, like you, yeah, because you had, you had James Marsden at your high school. Were you in the Groundlings with Will Ferrell? Yeah, 
Same yeah, he time was a bank. He was a bank teller. I was, you know, just starting USC, so I was okay, pretty young, which was like eight years ago. And, sure, 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 sure. Yeah, right. Um, it was, <laughs> you know, I don't think I was ready to handle the training and the growlings, especially when you're watching someone like Will Ferrell, who he never had an unfunny moment. He just never did. He was just out of the gate. So there's always nothing. Fuck, of course, never. So you know? so when, so when people say like, could you tell? You're like, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. For I mean, Will. I can tell you the people that I put my eyes on mm -hmm. early on, especially in sketch comedy that I saw. I was like, this person's going places, and I was I was right about them. Yeah. Wait, like, who else was in the group? Um, in my Groundlings group, yeah. um, that well, in my Acme Comedy Theater was Alex Borstein. Whoa! Oh, there you go. So um, I knew Dan Bukatinsky. Nice. Uh, was going to go places. Uh, who else did I used to love? I knew I knew Kathy Griffin. You know, at mm -hmm. the time she was working in Groundlings, but she was a teacher. But you knew she was going to be moving yeah. on to something else yeah she just she just had that thing yeah and, and does 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 that raise everyone else's game trying to keep up with these people yeah it was i mean it was it was like it did i think i think that watching people be so good and when you're mm. like 17 and you're going through a class where people are older and they are good it makes you second guess sure. yourself and i don't think you're being fearless i right. just would worry and i would drive to class and then i would drive home crying to my sorority house, you know, feeling bad about myself. And and, and, they're, and they're like acting, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, now, and Wait, what sorority were you in? Uh, I was Chi Omega. Okay. Mm -hmm. Nice okay. Christian one. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> you must but have partied. Actually, no, we were, we were part of, um, we were like the fat, funny Asian girls and some Jews. <laughs> I don't know why we were like the fat, funny Asian girls. It's like, I don't know. Did you have a, um, a a slogan for your sorority? Like, I didn't know about this until like junior year where mm -hmm. somebody, um, a girlfriend of mine told me about the like slogan for the house she was in. It was called Tried Out. And there yep. she goes, and she made a joke and I go, oh, what is that? She goes, oh yeah, you don't know. It's like, they say Tried Out. Like, try doubt to doubt to doubt to. Can we help you, help you, help you. And do your belt about to, about to. And I was oh. like, I had no idea. This is news to me. Um, <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that yeah. I had to try. I knew that I knew I knew that about tried out, but now Kai Omega was just like, "We'll take anyone." Yeah, <laughs> and then there was Pi Fi. Do you have any coke? Yeah, yeah, uh huh, and and an eating disorder. <laughs> Something's never changed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those just kind of kind of stays. You still keep in touch with people way. from those days? You bet I do. Yeah, of course. You seem like still, you're great with with. Uh, I if do. You lock in with someone. You're yeah. I never touch. lose contact. I'm exhausted. Yeah. Can somebody <laughs> drop to the wayside already? I'm so tired. Enough birthdays to remember. <laughs> I can't. I can't. Like yeah. I do. I do keep in touch with my sorority and I was a rush counselor too at of one point. So I keep in touch with a lot of those girls who actually were in Pi Fi. Some of my best friends oh, were. Shit. So they they did mix it up in their lives. Yeah. So kudos to them. Yeah. Did your friends and family uh well especially your family, mm -hmm. uh did did they did they support you trying to be an actress? Did they like Yes. Yes? Yeah, That's my great. I you know, I, I'm I'm the black sheep and mm -hmm. uh I had lawyers and doctors and more doctors in my family. Yeah. And I was the one that just said, you know what, I want to perform. And that my parents were supportive minute one. My father went with me to the different colleges to audition to get yeah. into universities. Wow. And um, there was one where I auditioned for Boston. No, was it? It was a Boston University. Okay. And that audition was kind of brutal because they give you, they gave you select monologues and they were, you had to do Shakespeare mm -hmm. and then you could do your own monologue and then you had to sing. And I'm a terrible, Fuck. I'm a terrible fucking singer. I'm like, no. 
So I had to choose, and none of the monologues that, that were from Shakespeare were funny. Right. And I was like, oh, shit. Drama, you know, yeah. it's like drama. It's like, <laughs> yeah. And then I, I think I did something with Lily Tomlin. I did a monologue from Life Signs okay. um, of the Universe. And, and uh, my song, I thought, what am I going to do? So I chose the song Little Girls from Annie because I thought well okay. I, it's a character it's a character piece Did you I can make it call funny. your friend like put on some dog ears yes. get over here <laughs> I need you to be by my side remember yeah. woof that's the line remember your role uh, and uh, I yeah and when I sang Little Girls and I had a singing coach for it and everything oh, yeah. Yeah. and I was very physical because that's the kind of person I am and I and I had I had this older gentleman sitting in the chair. It was like the flash dance, you know, type of audition, except yeah. there wasn't a table, just one guy at the end of this long room. <laughs> and I was like, little girls, ah! you know, and I was really hemming and he was laughing. Mm -hmm. And I walked down, I felt so good. I'm like, I got this. And then I didn't get in. And my father like called up to speak to the guy. Oh, you know, you was like, but she made you laugh. And he's yeah. like, yeah, but this program requires a little more than that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you know, tell it to comedians. It's not easy to, right. to make that happen. And yeah. It's, yeah, especially for comics, like nothing drives me more insane than reading reviews of either comedic movies or, or stand-up performances where they start off with, sure, there were a lot of laughs, but I'm like, no, 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 no. Yeah. stop. Mm -hmm. End with that sentence. Yeah. There was a lot of laughs. Mission accomplished. Well, everyone's a critic, especially yeah. these days. Yeah, that's, that's it. Once you say there was a lot of laughs, that comedian, that movie, that whatever, did exactly what it was supposed to do. Mm -hmm. So yeah, but that's our the nature of our culture is to critique everything yeah. and not just take you know good enough and and to be you know yeah. entertained. It's like absolutely yeah. You know, I see that in my mom now, like and even she'll be like, God, I love this thing, and then. I, you know, I could have, uh, you know, that, that that always happens. And it's usually like, well, you, you could have played that part. You know, that's usually what it is. Is that I wasn't in it, you know. <laughs> proud, proud, proud yeah. Jewish she used to do that. She did that with Friends once. We were watching an episode of Friends. I think I've said this before, but she was like, God, you could have played Joey. Yeah. I was like, Mama's show came out in 94. I was 12. She's like, man, that would have made it that much more impressive, you know. Isn't that weird? The yeah. Friends have a 12-year-old boy yeah. living with them. Wouldn't that be just questionable? It would have been a fun twist for the that's show. That's the, the moms yeah. do that all the time. My mom would be like, well, I don't get it. I don't I don't get this Amy Schumer. Yeah. That should be you. Yeah. Yo, you know, and she she did that. She did that till she died and she always just was like always pointing that out and it's like what can you do why aren't you on this yeah just call be... spielberg yeah. yeah every time i tell him okay okay well i'll give you the number of the vice president of show business and you can just call him up <laughs> like, voicemail. i yeah. think he's a jewish guy yeah. <laughs> you'll have a lot in common <laughs> i didn't know you were a producer on uh funny you should ask i am that's dope yeah that show's great oh you love it yeah yeah well we'd love to have, have both on. of you yeah, on we it. Would love believe to be me on. your names come through i have said really? i do it's all the decision maker yeah. is is mm -hmm. Mr. Byron Allen. Well, so oh, we dang, just, yeah we were on uh, we were on no, what's his Comics show? Unleashed. Comics Unleashed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Once. of course. We, we, yeah, we, yeah, we did that show with him. Yeah, uh, we, you guys would be great on it. I, I mean, mean you, it's a really fun show to work it on. Looks like it. It's, I I love how I went through your Instagram before this interview and. Every How comic. many dick pics did you Creep. see? So many. They're all gay, Every, though. All gay. Uh, <laughs> They're not one cent. So many celebrities have been on that show. Funny you should ask. You post the photo with Raven Simone. Yeah. You're like, no, 
I don't care about yeah. John Lovitz. Don't care about no, Louis no, no. Anderson. Oh, oh, whoever. No, yeah. Raven Simone. Yeah, I, I have, I've have posted in the past with with Louis. Mm-hmm. I love Louis. Huh? I've never posted with John Lovitz. Um, yeah, I don't. So nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All uh. my jokes are fat jokes. Yeah, because I'm fat. I'm fat. You get it? <laughs> I mean, poor, poor. I mean, like, my God. I'm always worried about Louis. I I'm know. like, oh God, you guys, we got to bring these down. I'm fat, <laughs> but um. Um, he's the nicest guy. John Lovitz, that, I don't, yeah. I, you know what? He doesn't, I don't really interact with him yeah. that much. There's, well, you need to write me better <laughs> jokes. Oh, I know. <laughs> we make that guy the old perv on it too. We just make That's him good. look like Predator City. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, like a Raven Simone, you yeah. know, that's like, I am a 14 year old girl at heart. Me too. Sure. And so I, I did get really excited to yeah. have her. But then, you know, a lot of, you know, people like you guys who are our people I know and I mm-hmm. work with and are my friends. When they come through, like this week we had Maz Jabrani. Oh, and great. Love Maz. Is my, it easier to write for somebody that you have some rapport with yes, like that versus like a yes. Lovitz that you don't have No, I mean, much? it's easy to write. Once they, you develop who the okay. characters are, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. you know, it, it becomes easy to write. Yeah, Maz yeah. is a beast, huh? Maz is, I mean, he's a mensch. Yeah. That's a, that's. You've known him for a long time? We started together. Wow. I love Moz. I would, if Bo- Moz, God forbid, need a bone marrow, ho- uh, hopefully I'm a match. It. And that's very painful, everybody. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just to know the extent I'd Very go to. painful. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, just now, one of the best people. Where did, and you started uh, here? Yeah, or, okay. doing stand up. Yes. Mm-hmm. At the, and was, you consider the store your home club? Uh, definitely. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Do you remember that first time you went up there? Well, the first time I went up is I showcased for Mitzi Shore. And your first time? N- n- was it? No, I went up in the belly room. Okay, okay. I used to perform at my friend Bob Wheeler, who is the yes. CPA, yeah, and um, he did comedy, and we he had a show, The Good Humor Bar. So I would perform there Wow! at the show. So I remember doing the belly room upstairs, but mm-hmm. I remember my showcase specifically for Mitzi, and my showcase for Mitzi Shore wasn't at the Los Angeles Comedy Store, it was in La Jolla. Really? I lucked out, because you Fuck. know when you showcase, in the Los Angeles one, oh, people yeah. cock block you yeah. and talk to Mitzi Shore as she's sitting in the back. Oh yeah, mine was yeah. the worst. I literally had to do three minutes cold opening a bringer show because the guy running the bringer show, whose name I won't say, literally just fucked me and was- I was What's supposed it rhyme to- with? <laughs> oh boy, don't give it away. It's too specific of a I know. name. Yeah, I know yeah. what it is you know, already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sur- I'm already laughing. Of course, and, <laughs> and I used to do shows all the time. And by the way, I didn't even get paid for a while until maybe 30 shows in. I used to bring all my friends from oh, you improv and acting. <laughs> I mean, back then, I guess, because he was making so much money, and uh, but I was supposed to go up like fourth, and he was going to promise me a good slot, and the next thing you know, I'm cold opening, and I'm like, what the fuck? And like, yeah. you know, I was still in a place to not like truly speak up for myself yet and just kind of be like, I'm happy to be here, but I was like, this is a big deal, and I know that cold opening is definitely not as good as where I was supposed to be going. Yeah. And, right. uh, you know, and my one note from Mitzi was, why do you wear a hat? Because I'm wearing a backwards hat, and I go, I don't I, I like it. She goes, don't. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then there it is. It. Yeah. And then you were made a regular? No. And then three or four more years later. God. And then, uh, but that was at least just getting to showcase for yeah, her. But well, yeah. She was, you know, pretty. Um, I mean, she was still there for it and mm-hmm. watching. And, you know, even though the feedback, you know, um, it could have been for me, it could have been for the guy just standing behind me, but she was. I think looking at me, you know, yeah. but she was pretty. She noticed. Yeah. And listen, if she talked to you, because when I showcased in La Jolla, I had a ten, much more pleasant experience. 10 minutes. Yeah. Ooh. She was looking for women Ooh. to fill the belly room because she wanted to clear the evil spirits yeah. in the belly room and wanted sure. to bring women back up there. That's what that room was created for, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
And uh, so... And La Jolla is just, come on. It was awesome. As magical as it is now? Yeah, and I had all these friends. I mean, it wasn't packed house, but I had all these friends that came out Mm -hmm. and relatives and people were there and I did 10 minutes and I was told if she talks to you, you're good. Mm -hmm. If she doesn't, keep walking yeah so after i was done because i did like a, a streisand impression and i i walked i walked towards the back of the room and then she put her hand out and she goes barbara you're funny call in monday and that was it oh wow, wow. so i was That's like dope. and i always was known to her i mean i know she knew my name yeah but i always you know she always called me barbara and um yeah just such a such a mentor to me and I actually, you know, so grateful to her because she made me kind of the warrior that I am now. That's what she and would do. Yeah, I saw her because she lives close to me. So I saw her a couple of days before she passed. Really? And I was lucky enough that her, the family let me and Jeff Scott, the piano player from mm-hmm. the, the comedy store in and we, we just, you know, I sat there with her for about an hour and just told her everything, all my feelings and everything that I needed to say to her. Because I always sent her cards and yeah. things on holidays and whatnot. And I got to attend her, was it was her 80th birthday? And there were like 30 people that were invited to that at her house. Yeah. It was nuts. And it was wow. like <clears throat> me <clears throat> and Jim Carrey. Oh, and geez. it was just like me having yeah. awkward conversation with Jim Carrey. Right. And it was like just, what? <laughs> oh, it was so, it's such a tragic story. It's, it's embarrassing. Okay. I didn't know he was coming. I didn't know he'd be there. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting at a table with Vicky Barbalac, nice. my, my bestie Love Vicky. Yeah. And we're sitting at a table and this guy, this older guy sits down. I, when I say older, I mean 40s. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he sits <laughs> older than you. Yeah, oh, yeah. and he sits down and yeah. this is, you know, was a couple of years ago and he sits down and he starts talking to us and, and he's like, oh, I, I own the French, or I own the little door. And he's this French guy and he's, he's attractive. And Vicky's like looking at me like, this is happening, Sean. Like he's making a move towards you or whatever. And I could mm-hmm. see you know, what was going on. I'm like, oh. And he's like, the guy goes, have you ever been to the little door? And I don't know what happened to me. I get really nervous talking to men. And mm-hmm. I don't know what, something just went off in my head. And I was like, yeah, I've been to the little door before. And he's like, well, how'd you, you know, what'd you think? And I'm like, I didn't really like it that much. <laughs> You know, um, my dad was in town and we had reservations and then they didn't seat us for like 40 minutes. And I thought the waiter was kind of rude and I just went on and, and I can just see Vicky looking at me like, God, you know, this was before I was married. And she's like, you're just fucking this up. You are a fuck up. Yeah. And I'm sitting there and I'm like talking. And so then, and I said, well, who are you, who are you, who are you here with? And um, he goes, oh, I'm here with my friend James. And I was like, oh, okay. I didn't know who the fuck he was talking about. So there's one seat left open at this table and then Jim Carrey comes over and sits down and our heads all turn. Mm. And he goes, hi, I'm I'm Jim Carrey. (laughs) And I said, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm aware. I'm a big fan of yours since In Living Color. And he goes, oh, so you both are regulars at the comedy store? And we said, yeah. And he goes, well, have you, you know, you met my friend, you know, blah, blah here. And I said, yeah. And he goes, he owns the little door. You ever been there? <laughs> and I go, yeah, I just, I didn't, I didn't like it. It just was the service. Just and, and yeah, just, just went hey, like you know full, full curb your enthusiasm. And then the guy was like, and then he goes, and then he goes, how could you not? And then Jim Carrey goes, how could you not like it? I was there this morning. I had this fantastic brunch. They brought me all this champagne. I go, yeah, you're Jim Carrey. <laughs> they didn't do that for you. Yeah. You know what though? Good on you. For at least, oh, you know, I actually respect sticking to your guns because I know a lot of people would be like, no, nah, it was horrible. The thing that uh, I waited, the service was bad. Jim Carrey sits down, 
How was it? It was fantastic. Yeah. Like, I could imagine there'd be a lot of people that would have just switched in that immediate moment. But then, yeah, you, you looked halfway decent to gym, but then er- everyone else knows. Yeah. So I, I like that you stuck to your guns. Yeah. Have you I gotten mean, more comfortable at parties since then? At parties, I, I'm comfortable. It's like, I just think it's like if if men ever approach me and and there was some type of attraction is when I get really mm-hmm. nervous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'll, I'll say something uncomfortable, but at the parties and people in general, yes. If it's if it's a celebrity or somebody that I really admire, and there's not many people that make me feel that way. Yeah, I have my you know few, and then I have um, and if, if somebody from So You Think You Can Dance, <laughs> I lose my shit. Oh, really? Like I need to be carried out, handcuffs. I look like a crazy person. You love that show? I love that show. I love dancers. If I meet, a di- forget it. It's I'm a mess. Do you know I did audience warm up for a live episode of that show once my buddy was he does a lot of it for now he does it for so jealous right now adam (laughs) oh don't be it was one of the worst days of my life and it was on my birthday and i was like i'll make some cash my birthday what a cool thing to work on your birthday (laughs) never a good idea buddy warms up american idol and agt and all this shit and he was just couldn't do it and he goes um he was come down and shadow me one day and i was like oh yeah i'll get some fucking some dads to get on stage and dance and i'll do some where you're froms and mention the names of the dancers and do some funny bits that that'll last you maybe six seven minutes and then you're just mm-hmm. like oh and there's commercial breaks and i had two different producers one british and oh, one not lady. in my ear uh-huh. and i would like you know we'd be on a commercial break and it got real intense in there by the way like the oh, show like, really intense there's a live episode oh yeah i've been to the live i've been to many so live know, tapings oh yeah just very like high stakes and so there'd be a commercial break and he'd be like all right come on feel it feel it like come on, what are you doing Sight <laughs> some shit and i'd be like all right let's give it up for martina navratilova he's like she's not even fucking here and I'm like I thought that's who that was and then the other person would be like why are you talking shut up we're about to come back he's like well the British guy said who he's not a producer I was like well he told me to fuck you know it was just so intense and then I I'm just can't. like at the end I just want to like get on stage and scream fuck you all it's my birthday yeah. this is not how I want to be spending it uh, and then at the end I remember I got gave like my um, son my paper and got my money and I looked at the guy I was like I'm probably not coming back huh he goes Doubtful. <laughs> <laughs> it's the worst. The warm up is a thankless. I tried to do jokes too, which yeah, was a mistake. It's no. a thankless, and well, you're talking to a room of so probably about and... 213 year old girls. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. There are barely any men in there, and if I they know. are, there may be like three queens sitting in there. <laughs> yeah. There's barely, there's no dads yeah. in there. No. You've got mothers and their teenage daughters, and then weird adults like myself <laughs> that are just eyeballing the stage. But the warm up, thankless job it yeah, is so it really is it is so hard and the good I, ones are so good i love i mean i'm listen i love to open a stand-up show i love to be challenged yeah, i can so improvise for an hour i can work really fast with people but yeah. somehow under warm-up pressure it is tough i did warm-up once for one of whitney cummings um talk shows that oh, she yeah. had on e yeah they hired me i i think i handed out candy as she was talking <laughs> boom i was gone the next day <laughs> done done and yeah, and it's a rookie mistake. No, and I mean, yeah, Candy's maybe three episodes like, in. <laughs> yeah, the warm up job is very like it's unforgiving. They're 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 like, well, let's give her a second shot. They're just like, nope, cut it. Yeah, bring someone else in. It, yeah, because there's just there's just people lurking to take that job. Uh, you talked about working with like how you don't really get starstruck, but you like working with your heroes. Now you got to write on Fashion Police. Yes, with with uh, Joan, Joan Rivers. Rivers. So yeah. were you actually like, did you actually meet Joan Rivers? Or you yes. Just send in jokes? Okay, so yes. you met her. Yes. Sat at a table with 12 writers. Yeah. 
and Joan Rivers yes. sitting there. And when Joan Rivers liked a joke, yes. she had her hand behind the chair uh-huh. and she would uh, wave. She would wave at her head writer. So okay. if she liked the joke, there would be a back wave with her hand. Interesting. Um, so you would sit, it was, I have to, I'm not, I can't lie. Okay. Writing for Fashion Police was one of the most horrific, oh, hellish oh, no. jobs say that. I have ever in my life. I'd rather dishwash in the back of a fucking restaurant well, than be under what yeah. that pressure was. Well, the and show's the pre- not on anymore, so you're No, fine. it's not, it's not, and neither is Joan Rivers, <laughs> unfortunately. Oh, she's but just so mean? She wasn't mean. Uh-huh. It's she was kind of a slave driver. And in mm. the sense of she was a perfectionist, yeah. I get it. Yeah. You know, I, I get it. She was one of the best, but she would have. Even perfectionist subjective. 12 people, and each one's like Guy Branham, Jackie Beat. She had Nadia Ginsburg. She had some of the funniest people that were so good. And what you would get is you would get a packet. Mm-hmm. And it would be pictures of Rihanna, uh, you know, uh, the, the, the Beyonce, it would be- uh, Raven Simone. Yeah, yeah, Raven <laughs> Simone. I mean, it would just be like, how many jokes can you write? How many Chris Brown attacked you know, jokes oh, can you write? Right. Domestic abuse jokes can you write about Rihanna? And sometimes it's like, you know, and you get these and you'd have to write 10 solid jokes. Mm-hmm. about each picture and there were about 12 pictures then there were other segments with couples yeah and then you go you sit at the writer's table and we would meet at melissa's house now melissa p u melissa rivers <laughs> bye the meanest person i've ever met in this wow. business oh, yikes. bye horrible horrible person oh, horrible, horrible. i'll say it i'll say it again <laughs> horrible person how do you get to be that bad me i don't know joan rivers is a mother maybe i don't know yeah like, no i mean joan rivers yeah. she was kind of quiet now she's a gemini she kind of kept to herself then yeah. she had her game yeah and i had a relative like a great aunt that used to like have this own oh, this restaurant in Hollywood that Joan Rivers went to, and so when I mentioned that this was my aunt, you know, Joan was very nice about it. Cool. So she was pleasant to talk to, mm-hmm. uh, but you know, you did your jokes, you said your ten, then they would move on to the you know the next person to say their ten, mm-hmm. and you were there for seven hours at a small table with like some water, maybe a finger sandwich. Yeah. We were all shoved at this small table in like folding chairs, like, hey. You're Joan Rivers. I'm pretty sure someone can afford something more than this. Yeah. And then you'd, you'd spend like a week putting your packet together. And then you'd come and you'd do that writer's table. And then at night you'd get, she must have heard mm, a thousand jokes on one picture. Yeah. And she has to say maybe two of them. Oh my goodness. And then at midnight or 1 a.m. you'd get an email. Joan didn't like write 10 more jokes about the Rihanna coat. <sighs> And you're just like, and you're like, by when? They're like, by, and by you yesterday. Got, and you got paid $400. Oh my wow. God. So when they were arranging like a writer's strike for this, it was bad. She just wasn't paying people. Right. She wasn't paying when you asked her for more money. Bye. Oh. You, you know, so there was a cheapness. They did call her, you know, I'd heard they called her $7 Joan. It was $7 a joke. Wow. Fuck. I heard that was like kind of her nickname back in the day. She was always very pleasant to me. I lasted about three episodes and then I was I was out. out. Yeah. Wow. And I think it, there was a moment and it's, I think it's because I kind of like spoke up to Melissa mm-hmm. and not in a harsh way because I'm a, I'm a, I try to no. be as professional as yeah. I can. Friendly person. But I don't know, something happened and we were in the middle of a writer's meeting and somebody 
and just Melissa's looking in front. She goes, oh my gosh, like someone's pitching their jokes. Yeah. She interrupts them to be like, oh my gosh, we had this, she goes, can you believe this? This model who was on the show yesterday, you know, her agent just reached out to me and said, oh, we're gonna put on a resume. She was on her show. She's like, could you believe that? And it's like, and I go, she was. Like it just came <laughs> out like she was. It Got came it. out of my mouth. And Dude. she looked over at me and she goes, what? And then, you know, it was like the next day I was let go. Jesus. Oh my God. Yeah. Jesus. So these just say like, it goes, you know, everything through my eyes, like just does what she wants. And if you don't stick to yeah, that. Yeah, because she was one of the producers of the show. I mean, mm -hmm. Joan Rivers had to give her some type of job. She was never going to get it on her own. Sure. Yeah. She had no talent. Dang. She wasn't funny and she was a mean person. So, you know, wow. but Joan Rivers, she was, and when she did one of your jokes, that just felt like. That felt like everything. It did, huh? Yeah. And right away, the first time she heard me, she took like three of my jokes. And it, sometimes you don't get any of that in. But to, it got very intimidating because you're next to people and you are hearing some esoteric jokes. And you're like, God, that was funny. Oh, and she loved, she loved a Holocaust joke. She loved, did I she love, really? I love a good, <laughs> listen, I love a good German Nazi joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. For days. <clears throat> we do that on Funny You Should Ask. And yeah. we walk the edge. And if you hear any type of German Nazi joke, hello, <laughs> it's Sean Polofsky behind Sean. that. It's payback. <laughs> but uh, Joan Rivers, she would go real. I mean, this minute you'd see a Heidi Klum, a Diane Kruger picture come up, yeah. you better write the 10 harshest Holocaust jokes you can. <laughs> and she would do them. Do you remember wow. some of the worst ones? Huh? Do you remember some of the worst I ones? I didn't write them as bad as some yeah. people. Oh, yeah. She would make people into lampshades. She just did. She did <laughs> oh crazy, crazy shit. <laughs> uh, what, wow. uh, do you still go on um, uh, USO tours? I haven't. It's funny. I was just asked to do one oh, the really? other day. But, um, you know, just because of my job and producing and yeah. Yeah. on Funny You Should Ask. It's Funny You Should Ask. Uh, I know, like. I know jo uh, Jody Miller's talked to me about the schedule. Jody Miller, she's the head writer. Yeah, she's, she's, she's in. She's the best. Impeccable. It, it it's. She tells me about the schedule and the and you talk about uh, the Joan Rivers writer room. Now this doesn't sound as intense, but it's just the workload. No, this is actually fun. Yeah, and uh, the, you know, and everybody that works in the writers room are all comedians mostly. Yeah. There's a couple of writers, sure, but it's all comedians. It's, most of the people I knew, I've been working with so right. it's it's it is fun we laugh we laugh every day and it's 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 easy when you enjoy yeah coming to work or family and, there and that's something that should be taken note of where a especially when you're trying to write comedy a writer's room of fear is yeah. not going to get the best results no if everyone's on edge just hoping that their shit is going to get in and then but they're worried about uh, the boss's daughter who's over there in the corner uh, thumbing through a fashion magazine just yeah. yelling out thank god the boss's daughter's only four right now <laughs> <laughs> but yeah like you know like like, like if, if you're a structure of fear doesn't work for comedy, but like you say, if it's just all your friends, you're all hanging out, mm -hmm. it's positive atmosphere. Yeah, it's it's a great, it, helps. it really is. It's a great atmosphere. And you know, and, and I think with positive reinforcement, you know, when they made me, cause I started out as a one of the writers and then when they made me a producer, and so now I produce a team of writers. Oh, cool. And it's, you know, I feel like positive reinforcement, like, hey guys, you know, we're really thinking outside of the box. And it's hard when you have to write the trivia and then you have to write the one liner. And yeah. you know, you gotta set up the trivia to, for a joke. And yeah. sometimes there's only like, if it's about food, sometimes there's only like one joke coming out of there or right. this. Mm. and. You know, it's think jokes can start to repeat themselves. Sure, that and you guys are writing TV clean. 
Somewhat. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, we are riding clean, but we're yeah. starting to walk just a little That's bit. You awesome. know, there was a time, you know, we never said the word vibrator. You didn't say sex. Mm -hmm. And Would it's, you say like just penetration? Yeah. Uh, or you'd say like intimacy with intimacy. a woman. Intimacy with uh, a woman. Or, when you're, when you know, you're, or like making whoopee. Yeah. <laughs> making whoopee. Yeah, the, we never Bob, did <laughs> the Bob Eubanks yeah, line. When yeah. you're making, making whoopee, whoopee, everyone knows what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. Just say fucking. Even, yeah. Even dry humping, I think yeah. I would take. Yeah, yeah, and it's weird, and it's only because the show will play in the day sometimes yeah. in places like All at markets. noon or uh, at mm -hmm. your local car wash or <laughs> in the hospitals. The show's very popular in hospitals. Like I have people that are like, I can't find this show. Where can I find it? And it makes me laugh because it's a syndicated show. So yeah. it's on at different, you know, different times in different cities and different states. Yeah. So you go, here's, here's what yeah. you do. Get pneumonia. Yeah. <laughs> and then you can find it. It's on one of your five channels yeah, in the hospital. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll, you'll get it. I, I, I could count how many times we were like, God, I was in the hospital. I found your show. Funny you should ask. So <laughs> I just told Byron it's very popular in hospitals. Yeah. Didn't, didn't really have a reaction to that. <laughs> How's Byron to work with? Yeah, he's a, it's interesting. Yeah. It's, it's fun to watch uh, somebody has more money that could buy you 10 times over Isn't work. Isn't that crazy? Who's yeah. still working like- Working? Like, like he, he had- bought the Weather Channel for $300 million. Yeah. I didn't even know he had that much money. And that oh, probably- Oh, yeah. Yeah. Syndication money. Yeah. Why did he buy the Weather Channel? Because well, he likes it. Yeah. <laughs> is the Weather Channel, I didn't realize the Weather he's Channel- He's like the African-American Ted Turner. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But what is what is buying the Weather Channel, like is he gonna turn it into a network or is he- He's he, turning he started to. comedy? He's he started turning, to. He started to. Like gonna get content. Like, yeah. I've already done some talking yeah. head stuff for it and he's starting to- For put, like the natural disaster yeah, clip like shows? Yeah, like funny natural disasters. I think that's actually that show is coming, honestly. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah cause because you know when a tsunami wipes be, out a whole population population of people hilarious <laughs> what does Sean Polofsky think about that <laughs> sorry Ving Dung you got murdered yeah see that's when you bring Gilbert Gottfried in it's like <laughs> yeah. I can finally make these finally. jokes <laughs> finally wow yeah. what would you do with all that money oh, 300 no. million oh Jesus would you buy it? would you buy a network God. island no just Boats. to make all your shows or would you no. just no I would definitely buy some good hair products and <laughs> buy a roller. Uh, Isn't that funny that the, it, your first purses with like that much money would be like just a lot of the small things? Probably. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I think though, you know, God forbid, because I'm a very, I'm very giving person, and I mm -hmm. think it, if anybody asks me for it, that's where it's going. Yeah. To people, to help people, yeah. to feed, to feed the hungry. Could do a lot to help. That. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be poor in no time. But what would be your like your me present? You know. A trip or one thing gosh the me present hmm. pat yourself on the back i'm um, probably like a, a couture shopping spree whoa oh full yeah. couture yeah not just the light couture not just i do light couture. but full <laughs> full couture like lisa vanderpump couture spree like, like you're wrap not... it up darling yeah. <laughs> see in gold wrap it in gold yeah, darling go. i would love to do that to be able to do that kind of shopping spree one day like there there was that one clip of uh, the, the Martin Bashir interview with Michael Jackson where he's walking through like <gasps> oh, Vegas. Yes, oh, the, the Vegas weird, thing. Oh, the weird Chachki statue yeah. yes. store. And yeah. he's just pointing at shit and being wrap like, it up, wrap yeah, it up. there's an elephant on rollerblades with a cake. I want that. Yeah. And, and Who is that kid attached to? Wrap him up. Yeah. yeah. No, and they're not, not even talking about prices. He's just like, oh, that's a chess set made from the teeth of Adam and Eve. Wrap it up. Yeah. Like, the first popcorn the machine ever. I can't remember that clip like 
yesterday. Right? You're killing me yeah. with that. It's so that it's so weird. I wanted and do- Bashir was so thrown off. He was just like, <laughs> you're just going to get all that? Like, look how much it is. He's like, it doesn't matter, baby. Yeah. Like, cause I want to do that, but I just, I not at the, not at the trinket store. No. I'm like talking like Dave and Buster's Foot Locker, the Gap, like, yeah, that, yeah. like that's what, like, oh, you see those cargo shorts? Wrap it up, like, yeah, that, that's what I want. <laughs> I don't. I, what would I you guys do? Oh man. Oh boy. Probably same thing. Like I'd give out a bunch. You do then... a couture shopping spree. <laughs> couture shopping spree. <laughs> Get it out Adam, of the is there something you want to tell oh, me? Boy, couture. I'm a couture guy. <laughs> I would start. A high-end fashion line for dwarfs. <laughs> oh, that's so smart. No more of this bullshit. That's so smart. Wait, I thought, Bob the Builder t-shirts. <laughs> I thought Oshkosh Bagash was your No, show. sneakers that light up. I'm done with you. I'm done with you. What would you call it? Oh, uh, let's see. Well, there's, okay, is there a dwarf couture, little couture, couture? Like, I'm trying to think of a small word that kind of goes with Kind of goes a couture like or a mini chic. something <laughs> or Fabergé. I don't know. Yeah. I I got kind of thing. Well, that's yeah. a big dream. Yeah, I got I got to start of a, fa- of, a it's fancy smart, dwarf. Though. Line. It is smart. That's fancy really? dwarf line. I'm tired of like Diddy's kids are like the only tiny people that have like fancy clothes. Yeah, you know somebody. Oh, she somebody, want like a Fubu for dwarves. Is Fubu that what you want? for dwarves. Yeah. Somebody's taking Wait, your idea four, right four, now, Brad. Four you dwarves get by on dwarves. This. Four four dwarves by dwarves. F D B D. All right, we'll work on it. Doesn't really roll for tongue. Well, I mean, it does. I'm starting a new clothing like, line. How about dwarf tour? Dwarf, dwarf tour. tour. Yeah, I'll, I'll. Dwarf tour. I'll take it. It's not couture. It's dwarf tour. Uh, dwarf tour. It almost sounds French. It does. Oh, or Dinklage Republic. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. You hate I that mean, guy. It's a really good idea. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A, a high-end high clothing line for dwarves. I am in. That's very smart. Yeah. That, that, is, that is my purchase. But, the, but, the, but here's the thing, Sean. You're, you have these, you're doing all these different things. You're doing the acting. You're doing, you're doing the producing. And still no one's heard of you. <laughs> but you're on your way. You're on your way. You got the Brazilian husband. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Made that happen. Living the dream. Yeah, yeah. Someone needed a green card. <laughs> You're welcome, honey. <laughs> I love that. I would probably buy a boat. A boat? A boat. When, when I see those yacht parties, when uh, I see Lindsay Lohan and Mykonos, hey, by the way, have you watched any of that show yet? I haven't, and it's on my list to do. Well, MTV loves HPV, so they're like, let's <laughs> get her out there, and let's get her on a on a boat. Let's get her a show, and it's fucking captivating. I don't know where MTV oh, gets. They must get pitched shitty show idea after shitty show idea and they're just like like we just love it all like, it was a genius what, idea yeah and I say shitty meaning like so genius bad, bad te- like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. like halfway through it was like on an all new like in season two of Teen Mom and Friends or whatever <laughs> I was like and Friends yeah and then I was like okay I guess my Saturday and Sunday for the next six months is it's, locked in it's so. so solid I saw the commercial for it because I heard her on Howard Stern talking about the show and I'm like what god I haven't seen Good for him. any any commercials about this yeah and then like two days later I saw the billboard on Sunset yeah. mm. and then I saw a commercial in between some other bad reality TV and I turned to my husband I go we got to go to the beach club. <laughs> like this is, I mean, I'm your target audience. I'm that yeah. fucking fool. That's going to be like, I'm in, I'm in. the and drama. Like, why are we ever going to like when Jersey shore hit? I was, uh, I took I, me a minute to get on board. And then I when I watched am. one episode, 
I was just floored. I was like, this is unreal. It's great. And I was like, but this will end. There will be a time when this will mm-hmm. end. That was mm-hmm. fucking They eventually have to turn 30. <laughs> and then they and then they did and they're yeah. still trying. Yeah. Have you ever have you guys ever been to Greece? I've not. No. Man. Let me tell it's you on, it's on the it's list. On, it's on so I hear when, nothing yeah. but great stuff. When you said what would you do with the money, yeah, that is okay. another thing is I would travel probably to Greece for a vacation. Throw to, a birthday party for John Stamos. Yes. He's like, it's not my birthday yet. You go, just come, it's for yes. you. Yes. There'll out. be tons of yogurt. Don't bring your wife or your baby. That buzzkill, buzzkill. Yeah, they get in the what's way. It, what's, what's your baby's name, Cockblock? Yeah. <laughs> junior? Cockblock Junior. Uh, wait, you would go to Greece then? Uh, Greece is the most beautiful place in the world. Now, I haven't been to Tahiti yet. I haven't been everywhere, but I've been to... I've been very fortunate to travel to a lot of beautiful places, and yeah. I'll, I'll tell you, Santorini, that is mm. that is everything. I think I ordered that at the Olive Garden. Yeah. <laughs> Where is that? For five ninety nine. Yeah. That was Probably my less. first waitressing job, by the way. Shut up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We used to I take love this. You for I, that. I worked there so long ago. We used to take the salad out with no gloves. <laughs> <laughs> just hands and no gloves hands did we wash them no nah. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the birthday song still stays with me that from the pasta we make to lasagna we bake bum, 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 wishing you a happy birthday happy birthday <laughs> the olive oh my god yeah, it tortures me at night I thought Red Robin was the only place that did uh, oh, shitty olive. birthday oh, songs or um, or what's the ice cream place um, oh, Scoops no Cold Stone Cold Stone yeah. oh yeah they do <laughs> by the way is Scoops an ice cream place it should be <laughs> Um, but yeah, it they is would, now. They would sing to you. The, well, the cold Sean, song. Sean, I'm calling you on my on my next birthday. <laughs> you want that, be, uh, <laughs> I want, I want that song? I want that song. I want my damn breadsticks. Bring her to the OG. In, I will do it. Did people ever? Did you ever see people there that were just so obese that were like, um, they brought like a sleeping bag and they're like, just go ahead and get the fucking never ending <laughs> pasta. Yeah. On a put it on an assembly belt. And just let, and just put it like to put it on one of those trains yeah. that goes around the toy shops mm-hmm. and just have it go right into my fucking asshole. Yeah, <laughs> you see that? I you know waiting tables. You see that everywhere, of yeah. course. But yeah, but Olive Garden was it, and that Olive Garden doesn't exist anymore. It was like in a mall in Pasadena. Did any Olive Garden ever close? Did you work? Uh, at can the you one believe that it? Did can you even? But the whole mall closed, so they had to take <laughs> okay. it out. But okay. that isn't that shocking. Like when yeah. a cheesecake factory shuts down. Yeah. Like, you're like, what happened? <laughs> Every one of these things stays open. Yeah. Oh, they should never shut down. There's certain... One shut down in Brentwood, Cheesecake Factory. What? I remember that, and I was like, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> it's my new it's my new hit sitcom. Done. <laughs> what happened? It's you just traveling the world, finding out that That's Cheesecake it. Factories have been closed down. <laughs> what are you talking about? I wanted to order the jambalaya. That menu, that menu is overwhelming. The only one I feel like that could rival the Olive Garden is the Cheesecake Factory. Uh, yeah. You can get the jambalaya, you can get a Reuben sandwich, you can get the sushi. Yeah, Wh- whatever you want. Right? Yeah, it's insane. Always crowded too, so I can't I can't understand. Maybe it. the rich people of Brentwood finally just were like, I think we're over this uh, Yeah. Chain thing. <laughs> yeah. What's this chain oh, thing? Oh, you doing? mean poor people can eat here? <laughs> then no. Forget it. Yeah. What a bummer. Yeah. Uh where 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 can people find you? Where can people follow you? Where can, uh well, right now, um, you can you can check out my website, hahachick, H-A-H-A-C-H-I-C-K.com. That's the mm-hmm. easiest way to find me because Sean Pulaski is so easy to spell. <laughs> Rolls off your tongue. Um, and you can see my new one-hour comedy special, yes. Stretch It Out. It's yeah. on Amazon, iTunes On Demand, Xbox if you're 12, Google Play, <laughs> bunch of platforms. And, uh, you know, you can always catch me at my home club, the World Famous Comedy Store. Yeah. And um, starting to run a... 
a new show there right now called Facebook Rants. So yes. you will be called on, boys. It's oh. a show. I'm doing my first one okay. uh, next Wednesday, January 30th. And okay. it's a, uh, a show where I have a lineup of uh, comedians and performers, mm-hmm. and they perform a Facebook post that they've found. They can read it, sing it, a puppet oh show. Oh, my God. Oh. This is brilliant because oh, wow. I have so many Facebook posts that I mm-hmm. jokingly read mm-hmm. to myself or to friends. Yeah. I have one oh. friend that we literally just will text each other some of these posts and Can't almost like it. you hate watching uh, Lindsay Lohan beat show. Here you know, is. like where you see this post and you're like, what do I do? I can't believe I'm getting so angry about this, yeah. but this is fucking bonkers yeah. Crazy. that this person or Crazy. comic or X or whatever has posted this yeah. and thinks it's okay to post this and is, is, is getting engaged Nuts. with comments below the post. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, I have like different people. Like I have, uh, I have uh, my, uh, two queens Mikey and Teddy and they're a funny gay duo and they, they're gonna like read and read comments oh, and I then I have this. you know my friend who does a Madonna share it's a woman who Nadia Ginsburg does share or Madonna she might Perfect. read them as share like it's just kind of different ways Perfect. we're However, at that place with Facebook you know yeah. Facebook is like it's now a joke to me mm-hmm. it's like it's yeah. look it's still I guess very like my mom still loves it and it still connects people it's mm-hmm. still but it's just a verbal lot of, diarrhea and it's, it's a lot everyone has a voice and everyone should not have a voice exactly <laughs> exactly so you buy you, you boys Zuckerberg, will definitely be called on to, to perform in that done uh, there, there's, I'm very excited okay, about this uh, what a great so idea good thank for you. you you're so creative oh yeah. well hmm. no it's great never heard of that show you know Oh, you guys are nice. Yeah, we, uh, we, stretch we, it out. Yeah. Go, uh, go get it. It's so great. And then, if you're gay or if you're straight, go see Sean on the gay <laughs> cruise. Go there. It's not just for the gays. No, straight no. straight people could come. Yeah. Some of the some, some of the best times I've ever had have, have been at gay nightclubs. That, exactly, and then some. <laughs> good night, everybody. <laughs> bye bye. subscribe on iTunes to this fucking podcast, give them a five-star rating so this midget and this Jew can feel good about themselves for a couple minutes. Also, get on your iPhone or Android and get the podcast app. You can also listen to it on Stitcher or aboutlastnightpodcast.com, where you can hear past episodes with great guests like Lisa Kudrow, Paul Feig, Kevin Nealon, Bob Saget, Dion Cole, Chris D'Elia, Adam Devine, Michael McDonald, Jaleel White, Bud Friedman, Steve-O, Harlan Williams, Tom Arnold, Ron Funches, Rick Glassman, Blake Anderson, Anders Holm, Jessime Peluso, Joey McIntyre, and many, many more. I'm Tony Danza. Thanks for listening to the About Last Night podcast. Good night. That's it, right? You got it? Sweet. Boy, it smells good in that booth, by the way. What kind of candle is that? Hanukkah Willow? <laughs> nice.
Meh, what's up, dog? This is your pal Bugs Bunny. Say, uh, I got a question for you. Do you know who has the head of Elmer Fudd and the body of Foghorn Leghorn? Why, that's Adam Ray and Brad Williams. Ain't I a stinker? Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.